My A1C was 81. I'm literally going low for like three hours a night. Type 1 diabetes can hit anyone at any time. She's like, Michael, are you going to treat yourself? <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> oh, This is the We Are T1D podcast, the realest type 1 diabetes podcast online. And this week we have a special, again. Oh, I'm a year old. Goo gaga. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah, I'm a year old. Oh, it's my anniversary. So we're celebrating our special and everything we say is to be taken as guidance. Please do not take it as medical advice, people. Nah, we are not doctors. But we have both been diabetic for at least a year. <laughs> yeah, so technically we are. Yeah. <laughs> we're not struggling, let's talk about it. So Mac, what is your struggle? this week my struggle this week has been going low through the night and struggling to wake up um for work and also getting in my car because you need to be fired to drive so mm. same struggle as last week but don't know what else to say about the matter to be honest just hypos in the morning and yeah, sleeping just, yeah just little john in it little john yeah get low <laughs> I'm 3.9 it's going down fire oh my god 3.9 no driving time oh my struggle feel was worth it now Oh man. Um, yeah, there you go. Let's turn it into a win. Yeah. Oh right. man. But my actual win is actually a very good one. What is it this week? This week it was eating a whole twelve inch pizza, barbecue meat feast. Oh wow. And drinking a load of alcohol. Um all I did I spiked a little bit after the pizza. I went up to sixteen, but mm. then I just injected again and went back to normal and then drunk all night and was Pretty all right. I had one hypo and then woke up in the morning and I think I was saying like five. I weren't even high or low. I was just perfect. Oh, wow. He was cured for a night. Literally. <laughs> I did do 16,000 steps on the dance floor at the party. So I bet, yeah, um, I know I know you like your, uh, I know you like dance moves, bro. I'll fucking Mike Travolta over here. <laughs> Mike Travolta. <laughs> oh, one two step can take you through any song. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh. Oh, that's wicked, bro. I, I still haven't had pizza. That is actually my my actual anniversary is on the twenty second of November. That is the actual day I was diagnosed. So oh. me and Zoe are going out for a pizza. That is my anniversary treat this year. I'm going to have a massive pizza this oh. sounds interesting I can't wait, bro. Well, I, well, to be honest, I can because I know exactly what it's going to do to me. But it's my anniversary. And I'm doing what I want. Exactly. So, Jack, what is your struggle? My struggle is um, having diabetes for a year. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Yeah, well, to be fair, to be fair, you got it in an adult age, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is a life changer. It is a life changer. That brings me into my win. Ooh, what's your win, Jack? My win is surviving diabetes for a year. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> I am still here. Yes, you conquer. I am a conquer. <laughs> conqueror. You little chestnut. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. I survived, mate. That was so good, though. We survived. Yeah, we, well, uh, somehow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. But yeah, there is, there's 80% good times and 20% bad. <laughs> yeah. This is rough. <laughs> On average. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been a, it has been a bit of a, obviously, I'm not mean to be cliche, but it's been a bit of a roller coaster of a year. But, um, yeah, lots of ups and downs. Yeah. Yeah. A hell of a lot. <laughs> was there any screams? Yeah. There, do you know what? To be fair, there was a few screams this year. There was a few fuck yous. There was a few, like, sort of denials. It's, yeah, it's been, it's been interesting. But I feel like I've, um, I feel like I've done well. Well, I'll tell you what, as it's your special episode, do you want to break down your year, mate? All right. Yeah. Because, Obviously, there's going to be people newly diagnosed that listen to the podcast. Yeah. And even us old, old school people like me, it might actually be a bit refreshing <laughs> to hear someone be a baby. Yeah, true. True. Well, was put like the first initial thought when I was diagnosed was like, what the fuck am I going to do? Like, it was it was horrible. It, but I, I, I think I mentioned it before when we first put this podcast out. Like before I was even diagnosed, I knew I was type 1 diabetic because all the nurses kept saying to me they're putting all these drips in my arms and putting me in this bed and pushing me to this ward and they're all, all of them are saying oh are you a known diabetic no, i'm yes. like no no and i'm looking at my wife like what like honestly what the fuck is going on man uh when i first got that initial diagnosis brother i had i convinced myself like i can't eat normal food normal food. like what yeah, yeah like i consider not what what are you eating like purple burgers <laughs> and stuff like that <laughs> Uh, like cheat meals like takeaways and things like that like just everyday normal shitty foods bruv that everyone eats you know what I mean everyone eats it everyone enjoys it but it's just like I convinced myself I couldn't like eat anything apart from healthy like just meat and salad it was driving me fucking insane man because I was such I was, well, as you know, I still am, but I, I was such a foodie. All I used to yeah. do is eat. I'd always be at like, me and my missus used to go to like little like festivals and things like in the summer. And if I heard about a new restaurant that I found out online, I'm like, right, we're going to this restaurant. I want to go and eat this. But I, I honestly drove myself insane with it and convinced myself like, I, I can't do that no more. Can't eat that. Can't eat that. Um, and what do you say to yourself now, looking back, uh, how you your thought process um like you're a fucking idiot <laughs> like you, yeah. you put yourself through all of that for like no reason like obviously it's it's hard to come to terms with and it's hard to like get used to everything but i look back at it now and i just think like you really stressed yourself out which probably gave me bad control as well yeah which would stress me out even more because as as soon as it would go into that orange i'd be panicking like shit 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 like uh, Okay, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna end up back in hospital. I don't want to end up back in hospital. Yeah, that fear. It, yeah, it was horrible. It was horrible. I literally went from eating what I want when I want to being scared to eat a fucking bowl of porridge. It was That's it's crazy. mad. And the fitness also got me because obviously I used to go to the gym at least minimum three times a week. And this, I think the same week I was diagnosed, I cancelled my gym membership. And I think that's the first ever time I have actually not had a gym membership for 
I am not joking, probably about 10, 15 years. So you first joined the gym when I did, yeah? Yeah, when we worked at Car Factory. When, yeah, and the Flex gym. Yeah, Flex, that was the first ever gym I joined, bro. And I was, I think I had literally just turned 16. That is so mad. As I say, since then, I had always belonged to some sort of gym. And I was always, as I say, minimum three times a week, like all the time. I was always going, I loved it. And I still do. But that was a thing. As soon as I got diagnosed, I convinced myself again that like, I can't train. Like, yeah, like I, I felt like my whole life had just been shaken and turned upside down. Well, it has. <laughs> You're not wrong. The worst feeling for me, to be honest, the worst feeling for me was the guilt because I felt so sorry for my wife. Like, sh she didn't sign up for this. Like, even though she's told me so many times that she'll be here for me no matter what. and But I just couldn't get rid of the guilt. And I bet most people blame themselves for certain yeah. illnesses. But type 1 diabetes can hit anyone at any time. Do you know what I mean? 100%. There's no known reason, is there? There's no known reason. No. As I say, I was... I was well, I weren't normal. I'll get... I'll, I'll, um, yeah, you're far it. from normal, mate. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I was, I was far from normal, bruv. I was far from normal, but I, I was I was in the hospital for four days, and uh, I thought about a lot over them four days. To be honest, I was in hospital trying to clear my ketones, get my blood sugars down. I remember I remember my sugars were thirty three point seven, and I had one point four mm. ketones. Yeah, and I can honestly say I looked and felt like absolute shit. Yeah, mate, I saw what you looked like. It was not nice. Yeah, I, it was horrible. It was horrible, mate. My face was drawn in. I had big, dark black circles under my eyes. I'd lost about two stone in weight, which just made me look so ill. Like, and I f that, that is what gave my missus the kickstart to um, ring the doctors on my behalf because like, she could see how ill I was starting to look. Well, it's lucky she did, mate, because I know how stubborn you are. Yeah, honestly, she went on, me, on to me for about two or three days because that's when I was like I, I, I felt like crap I was pissing every five minutes literally I'm not exaggerating I was probably going to the toilet about 25 times in a day did you get the tiredness as well yeah I was shattered bruv like I was sleeping falling asleep at like 8 o'clock at night and I wouldn't wake up until like half five, six in the morning to go to work. And I felt like I've just slept for half an hour. So you literally had all four signs, didn't you? Yeah, every yeah. Was your first year lot as well? Yeah. That well, that's that's that that is what I couldn't really get my head around. Like I'm I was because obviously I didn't know anything until I started like I actually went to the doctor. Because I didn't Google no symptoms or I banned myself from doing that years ago because it just Scares you. Yeah. So I was just like, no, I'm not Googling nothing. I was just like, fuck that. I'll just get on with it. I'll be all right. So all I kept saying to myself, I'll be all right. Like, it's just a cold or something. Or I just, don't know, just feel like I might have a flu or something. Like, I'm fine. I'm fine. That's what I kept saying to Zoe as well. Like, no, I'll be fine. A couple of days, I'll be all right, man. Don't worry. Yeah. It's lucky she don't listen to you. It is. It is. <laughs> I, she, I remember she rung me up at work and she went, I'll just answer the phone like, hello. She went, right, um, doctor's appointment, book tomorrow. You got to go there. I think it was like four o'clock, and that was it. As soon as I was like, "All right, fair enough, I'll go." So went there. As soon as I went in there, they tested my blood sugars, and that's when the readings come back, and that was it. I was got me special letter and straight off to the hospital. Wait, I'm testing my memory now for my first episode. 
Did you have a can of Coke on the way to the doctor's? No, about an hour before that, I had two chicken burgers, um, a shit ton of chips and a can of Coke. Yeah. Uh, yes, see? Oh, and then so on, the way, on the way <laughs> to the doctor's, I had two soft mints. That was it? Because <laughs> yeah. I just had, I was smoking then, so I just had a cigarette. So I was like, I can't go in there with like fag breath. So <laughs> I'll, I'll, have to, I'll have a couple of mints. That'll, that'll, that'll sort me out. Fucking little, little did I know. <laughs> they don't really care about your breath, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but I, when when I first got to hospital and they actually like put me in and I sort of knew what was going on and I first spoke to a doctor, my A1C was 81 when they first checked it. That's mental. So I must have been undiagnosed for quite a while. Yeah, definitely. Maybe that's maybe that's that's what it clicked in my head when I first like sort of thinking about it. That's why I was such a moody fucker. In the years leading up to it. What do you think? How far is a car going to go if it's got no petrol? Yeah, exactly. That, that's a really weird analogy, but... <laughs> no, it, it, well, it's true though, isn't it? How far are you going to go without insulin? Yeah, well, I was just on a slow downward spiral. But moving on to different stuff, let's get away from the depressing diagnosis, Jack. Yeah. Like, how, like your first injection, how was that? And then... Your first, oh, tell me all do your first. Well, my, my first injection was actually in the hospital because um, obviously I'm not a child. So they made me do it myself straight away. Correction, Jack. So did I. Oh, really? I couldn't leave the hospital until I injected myself. Okay, because I know um, there's a lot of children that my mum looks after sometimes and... Um, they, they don't inject themselves until they're sort of like a certain age. Well, I was 10. Yeah, so. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose, yeah, you're going to be that little bit older, in you? But yeah, that that was my first injection was literally in the hospital. That was like, they just bought it. I think it was, the, um, they didn't do, the, the first night I went in, they didn't give me anything apart from that solution stuff they put in your arm when it's, you've got ketones in your system. What's that? I don't know. I think it was like a like a salt solution or something or just water or some sort of fluid that got put onto a drip into my arm in a cannula and I had to have two bags of that one after another for the, like the next 24 hours I think. I think what I had when I went in hospital I had I went on insulin which is a sliding scale so basically kind of like having a pump attached here and then I also had I think it was fluids as well because obviously ketones very much dehydrates you. Yeah, yeah, well that's what well, I think they they told me that the fluids that they was giving me was for the um to flush out the ketones of my system out of my bloodstream. Yeah, and the only way to kill ketones is insulin. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that would make sense. We're not scientists or doctors. Oh, scientists, no. that's a new one. Yes. <laughs> we are not scientists. Nuh-uh. <laughs> but yeah, I remember the, the next the next morning, they cut, like the nurses come around. Well, that night, actually, as I said, they're nurses. They, I don't know what was going on, but looking back at it now, thinking about it, obviously I had high blood sugars, I had ketones, and I got into the hospital and actually onto the ward at about half ten and the nurse brought me round a sandwich. That's nice of her. Yeah, I was starving hungry, like it was banging, but you think like I'm trying to get my sugar levels down and they've just given me a sandwich with no insulin. You would have been on a sliding scale. Well how, how does that go in then? Pretty much just in your cannula. Oh okay. It would be like a weird blue box thing that, that keeps going that's my memory of it anyway. They might have changed since I was back in hospital but mm-hmm. Oh, I ain't got a clue. I just all I know is I had a drip attached to the arm, and it was just 
flushing out my ketones for all I know, but there could have been something else in there. There would have been insulin and they would have adjusted it for your meal and then dropped it back down again. So basically it acts like an insulin pump. I don't think it, I don't think I had one of them, bruv, honestly. Because literally the next morning was when they brought the breakfast round and the nurse that was looking after me come over and said, like, this is your insulin pen before you eat that. Like, we just need to give you like a couple of units. And then that was it from there. Like the next three days I was in the hospital, next uh, three or four days I was in hospital, I was, they, they allowed me to like get up and walk around. I think they was obviously encouraging me to do that because it was lowering my sugars and crap, keeping me active sort of thing. Yeah. So I was going out like, if anyone knows Hilling, like the Hillington Hospital, there's a little Tesco's down the bottom. Oh yeah, yeah. So I was, I, I was just walking out to the little Tesco's, going to get myself like a bit of chicken and some salad and like a like, pack of crisps and like normal lunch and that, like, taking it back. Chocolate bar. <laughs> nah, I didn't have any. I told you I was scared to eat it, bro. Oh, like, yeah. I didn't, oh, yeah. Sorry, I didn't even bad. want. I didn't even want to eat chicken and salad or anything. Like I didn't want to eat nothing, bro. I was scared. Like I, like, I was just like, as I say, I completely, totally convinced myself that if I eat, I'm fucking gonna be really poorly again. So I was just so scared to do anything. Uh, did you not know it was carbs at that point? No, they didn't. The nurses didn't tell me nothing, bro. They literally just every meal, no matter what I had, they'd give me like two units. Or oh, I think the, nice. I think the maximum they gave me while I was in the actual ward was four units. That was the maximum they gave me. That's mad. And they was feeding me shit, bro. And the <laughs> thing is as well, some of the times, obviously they was being around the hospital meals, they was injecting me or, or, or telling me to inject, like they was getting me to set my pen up. They was telling me how many units to do. It was either like two or three or four. Yeah. But I was injecting myself and obviously I didn't, like they haven't told me nothing. All they've said is like, you need to inject this, many clicks they haven't told me what it does what it is what like anything bruv like they haven't told me nothing oh one thing i've got to ask Jack. were they making you pre-bolus no oh it's literally as your food arrived literally i'd brick like i'd go and get my food because after the first night i but ref- uh second night i refused to eat any of their food so i used to go out and get my own stuff what are you trying to say hospital food's bad Oh, no, it's fantastic, mate. <laughs> I'll never forget when I was in hospital, I got to try this new menu. Oh, well, that sounds exciting. Mate, it was so nice. It was some posh menu. I swear. I had a roast dinner, like, there was cheesecake as dessert and everything. Oh, bruv, I had a roast dinner while I was in there. It won't be like the one it I It was had. not nice, bruv. It was literally, I was peeling the film off the top of the fucking nuclear microwave packet. Oh, you had a packet? No, mate, mine was served on plates. Oh, no. Fuck, bro. Uh, well, I had a plate, but on top of the plate was a ready meal. <laughs> Plastic. <laughs> That's what I mean. Would, uh, but they was in, like, they was telling me to say, like, I think one night, I remember one night I had, um, I think it was a chicken curry. And yeah. um, they bought it. They, I think they told me to do, like, two or three units for it. I can't remember exactly. But I think I had one bite of it, bro. And I was like, I'm not eating that. And I pushed it and I didn't eat nothing for the whole night. Did you go hypo? No. The only time I went hypo was when I actually came out of hospital. And that was my first hypo when I was sitting in my car outside the shops. I think if you remember on the hypo stories. Oh, yeah. Where your mate come over here. Yeah, I remember. Uh, yeah. Dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> my memory is so good. <laughs> it is. But when I, when I got home, like I, I, I feel like whilst I was like, when I first sort of knew like after the second day I knew what I had before they'd even properly diagnosed me with it I knew what was going on so yeah. um like I kept saying to my wife like what what am I gonna do like I can't do this for the rest of my life like I, honestly like what am I gonna do 
But that literally within probably, I'm not even exaggerating, like a day. The next day, I think I had like the whole night, obviously I'll spend it on my own, just sitting there feet. You're, you're just in a hospital bed hearing beeps and you're alone with your own thoughts. You think mad shit. Yeah, it's not nice. Nah. So I was just really deep in everything. And the next morning I woke up and I was just like, you know what? I'm not going to let this like do me in. I'm going to conquer this. I'm going to beat it. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to let this take over my life. No. And since then, I have been so determined to stay on top of things. Yeah, and you've been brilliant, Jack. Thank you. You actually have. Here's your clap. Ah, thank you. No, you've done so well, mate. Thank Seriously. you. But even like, um, I would only stick to four meals. I wouldn't do any corrections. If my blood sugars were going high, I'd just go out for a walk. It kind of works. It does, but obviously now I'm just like fucking give me that pen yeah you know now you're becoming lazy <laughs> yeah I ain't, I ain't getting out for a ball give me that pen I'll just do two units and if it goes like I'll have a packet of crisps fuck it <laughs> but that's the way that's the way we deal with it that's the best way to deal with yeah, it yeah I, well, I, was, I think I mentioned it on last week I think because I accepted it so quickly it was um, I felt like it was just it was easy it's just like I'm getting on to be perfectly honest I know, as weird as it sounds my life before diagnosis was stressful like I always felt weird like not myself I was always yeah. tired snappy bad tempered I had headaches like 24-7 I was depressed like to the point where I actually was on antidepressant tablets for quite a while yeah the list goes on like so for me diabetes weren't much of a shock to my system as I thought it was it sort of gave me answers yeah. like answers to why I felt like that and why I was so unhappy all the time like so I think that's why sort of in my own little world that's why I've been so on top of it and it just feels it's like I say as weird as it sound it feels like this was the missing part of my life like I always used to say since I've been a young young boy and my mum and my like everyone that knows me from young vouch for this I've always said so be it quite jokingly most of the time but I've always said to everyone I'm not put on this earth to be just working nine to five I'm supposed to be doing something like I don't know what but it's always been in my head I'm supposed to be doing something with my life and I actually feel like this is what I'm supposed to be doing mm, yeah I feel that joke so what are you doing <laughs> I'm joking no, I'm joking I'm joking it's this this whole this whole thing that we've built together man this podcast this the community the support that we've got for each other the support that we give to others the support that we receive from others it's like honestly it feels like I'm home like this is what I've my whole life I've been looking I'm, I'm lost but now I feel like I'm complete yeah i understand what you're saying 100 percent. we wouldn't be able to do this without having diabetes no, no. it's like a, a blessing in disguise yeah a big fucking disguise uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> full of needles and finger pricks and hospital appointments and multiple trips to the pharmacy <laughs> yeah it's like that guy said last week, fucking diabetes, one needle at a time. <laughs> Fuck you, diabetes. <laughs> that is it, bro. That is all we're doing. Every day is different. Every hour is different. Every meal is different. We just cope. Yeah, literally. We do cope. Yeah, just... We might break down here and there, but we do cope. Yeah, I was going to say, just about. <laughs> but yeah, we do cope. We do cope. We have to. Like, we have no other choice. Like, this This is us. This, like I say, this is, this is what I'm trying to say. Like, I know it's not easy. And if anyone listening to this is, like, sort of going through this sort of phase with type 1, like, honestly, the quicker you accept it, 
and just try and be as normal and do what you want and eat what you want when you want and it becomes so much easier. One million percent easier. I mean, look at me at the start of this podcast compared to now. I think it was a progression of acceptance from when we started. Yeah. Where we are now. Yeah. So obviously I'm I'm owning this shit now. No, exactly. Don't own me. Exactly that. I've always been, oh yeah, Michael, the one with diabetes. But now it's like, like I went, when I went and got my car done the other day, I had an MOT done. And uh, the mechanic goes, oh my God, your podcast. I was like, what? I was like, how, what, how do you know about this? Oh, really? His name's Floyd. He was like, yeah, you're doing great things, man. You're spreading good awareness. I was like, how, how have you heard about this? He goes, Facebook. <laughs> okay wow that's mad though man he's actually listened to it and he's yeah and he's like no nah, it's really good what you're doing that might be the reason he passed my mot but <laughs> <laughs> you got a year's mot regardless bruv <laughs> but yeah no nah, it's like it's crazy it is absolutely crazy and it's like anyone anyone that like we know now they're like know someone that's got diabetes they're like Oh, listen to their podcast. Yeah. It's like my mum had a builder in that had just got diabetes and she um said, Michael, what's the name of your podcast? <laughs> I told her and she goes, and then she was like, it's this, go oh, check that's it wicked, out. <laughs> so it's just like, it's becoming word of mouth. So it's actually so good. If you're the, if you're the builder that was at Michael's mum's house that got told about the podcast, drop us a DM on Instagram if you've got it. <laughs> yeah, that's mad like mad. we're doing great things mate bit speechless but we're trying anyway yeah we are trying and exactly helps one person we're happy exactly i love you so much who me no amber just come in i've got a, a chicken chorizo oh. pasta cheese dinner right she goes 420 nice and it's 37 grams for the pasta per 100 so and as it's pasta i don't free bolus Nah, slow releasing, isn't it? So, uh, last week I ate chicken, this week I'm eating pasta. <laughs> oh yeah, you was munching chicken last week, weren't you? Yeah, I had a few DMs like, your chicken sounded good. <laughs> it did sound good, mate. I was actually quite jealous. And then uh, they said at one one point in the podcast, like there was a proper crispy bit of chicken and you heard it, heard it go... <laughs> yeah, you, bruv, I listened to the podcast on Sunday and you can just hear it go... Shh. They were like, wow, you should make an advert for that little um, takeaway. <laughs> Yo, what is your average, bruv? My average, bruv, this week is 7.2. Ooh, do you know what, Jack? That is the best you could be because mine is 7.2. <laughs> is it? So, yes, bruv. Come on. 7.2 twins. Whoop, whoop. Oh, yeah. I don't want to do time and range because I don't think mine's that good. Oh. I ain't even looked at mine, to be honest. Uh, mine's more or less the same as what it always is. 84? Yeah, exactly. This is 84. <laughs> oh, mine's 79. <laughs> I'm not far off, bruv. It's only 5%. Yeah. That's good, man. That's because of my hypos during the night. It's fucking me up. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm literally going low for like three hours a night. So it's just messing everything up. Mm. Yeah, that's long, bro. Like during the day, I'm fully, I'm fully green. Are you actually going low, or is it like compression? I'm not even sure. No, I'm going low. I am going really? low because um, it's usually just before bed it kicks in. So what I do okay. is I have a little. Uh, I've started to have gold bars or something like that. Ooh. But 
even after that, they're dropping, and I'm thinking, what is going on? I, I don't know what my body's up to at the moment, but... To be honest, I get nights like that. Do you know what I usually find sorts me out, bruv? A grenade bar, or half a grenade bar. Yeah, I need something protein-y, I think. Mm, don't eat, if you eat your yogurt, don't eat it at all, bruv, because it fucks you up. Yeah, it's happened to me a few times. Yeah, I've done it quite a few times. <laughs> it's really easy to wake up when you're high. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, when like, you're low, it's just like, you, it's like, it is like you got a hangover. You just open your eyes like, ah. <laughs> what was like, it that happened the other night? Um, Hold on, I need to tell this story. It's not, I've got a few funny hypo stories. One, one night I fell asleep on the sofa and Amber woke me up saying, you're going low, you're going low. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. And went back to sleep. And she's like, she tried about 15 times to wake me up. <laughs> I got up and I just started walking in circles and then I walked into a hallway and then I walked back again and then just laid down to go back to sleep. She's like, Michael, are you going to treat yourself? I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh my God, so bro. Like, oh. And then oh, what was the other story? I was, I was at work and um, it was the last pallet. So once I'd done that, I was going home, but my low alarm went off. Yeah. And I was like, and then I was with Callum and I was like, I was just waffling and I was just talking. And uh, then I walked to the back of the warehouse and I'm like, Callum, have you worked that pallet, mate? Where's it gone? He goes, Michael, you just stood there and unwrapped it. I'm like, what are you on about? <laughs> and then I looked behind me and I, I, I was, I had just unwrapped the pallet <laughs> while talking to him. Like, I didn't know. He's like, fucking hell, are you all right? I said, I said I talk normal, but sometimes that's a bit weird. He goes, "Yeah, you fucking do." I did. What, what, what were you? What level were you? I was three point six. Oh fucking hell! But yeah, that was just before I went home. I always drop low before I go home. I remember one. It was a couple of weeks ago. Same thing. Like I was asleep, and Zoe. I think it was going higher. I wasn't even going low. I was going like really high. And um, she's tried shaking me and shaking me and shaking me. He's waking me up, shouting at me, Jack, 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 you're going really high. You need to do a correction. She said I just rolled over and went, stop shouting at me and pulled the quilt over my head. Oh my God. I'm like that though. I, I get really offended when people talk to me when I'm high. Yeah, I get. I, I try and just sort of keep myself away from people when my levels are high because like, I'll just snap at the most tiniest things. It sounds weird. It sounds weird. Does it all sound like even though like say our voices are like they are now, like we're just having a chat? It sounds like whoever's talking to you is having a go. Yeah, and you just this rage is just coming from nowhere. Yeah, and you're like, will you just shut the fuck up? Yeah, literally. Up? Someone just goes, you're right, mate. I'm like, fuck off. Like, in your head. Or sometimes out loud. <laughs> yeah, like, why are you shouting at me? What is wrong Don't with you? Don't talk to me like that, bro. It just totally changes how you perceive someone speaking. It's just so weird. It's like you've yeah, been text. it does. It just makes you so agitated over the everything. Yeah. It's like, you know when you get a text message and you can't work out the tone of it? Yeah. So you, you could read it aggressively. Yeah. <laughs> or you could read it nicely. Yeah. But if you're in a bad mood, you read everything aggressively, and that's a yeah. bit what it's like. Yeah, it's, yeah, I know what you're saying, bro. That's the best way to explain it, actually. There's an exclamation mark on everything. Literally. <laughs> what are you doing tomorrow? My... <laughs> Who are you, are you fucking talking to like that, bro? <laughs> respect me, and I'll respect you back. Now, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what's happened to me lately, though? I've been getting moody lows. Moody lows? I don't really get moody lows. I just turn into a fucking 
idiot and just staring at the telly. No, I've started I've started getting angry. Like that only usually happens when I'm higher, but now I'm getting mm-hmm. it when I'm low. I don't get I don't get I've got I get the um I get the frustrated sort of part because like I don't like it when I can't. I get all flustered and confused and horrible. That's why I usually just tend to sit down and do nothing. Yeah, I get, I get very like, I get very irregular. I can't say the word. Irregulated. I get very irregulated. And um, did I say that right? I don't. Uh, know I, don't I'm, I have not got a clue, <laughs> mate. I don't even know what that word is. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting a dictionary. That's for Christmas, fine. Jack. Well, we'll right, grow up um, in haze, bro. Like, what do you expect, man? Yeah, man. Get more water. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, fam. <laughs> you, you need to pattern up your vocabulary. No, nah, I don't. <laughs> I ain't spoke like that since I was about 16. No, my, my kids are starting to do it now. It's like, oh, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I come round, bruv. I'll talk. I'll have a full conversation with them. Now, yeah, I'll speak street. <laughs> See, they think we don't understand it, though. Well, we invented it. Exactly. They still use something. But apart from this Peng and Ling, which I, like, it started off as, what did it start off as? I think it was Ling at first, wasn't it? Peng. Or Peng. We had Peng. Ours was Peng. That was it. And then someone mispronounced it and said Ling. Yeah, Ling. So now the kids are all saying Ling. Like, mm-hmm. kids Why don't you say it's nice? Right. Um, <laughs> kids are just silly. Oh, man. <laughs> Excuse me. Can you tell me a really good quote? Right, so this week's quote is, it's basically relates to your progression, Jack. Okay. I'd say. It goes, if you are working on something that you really care about, you don't need to be pushed. The vision pulls you. Because mm-hmm. obviously you care about yourself, so you want to be the best you, so you don't need to be pushed in the right yeah. direction. And you can see yourself having a better life. You know what, that bit that says the vision pulls you, that's really strong, because I'm a big believer in, like, you, anyone can do anything. You just need to believe and just, like, work hard for it, man. Like, you can do and do whatever you want. You can be whatever you want. You just need to believe you can. I'm going to be a non-diabetic. But yeah, that don't work. Okay. Yeah, yeah apart from that, that one, that guys. That don't work, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> it, it don't cure diseases, <laughs> but it, you can use it to... Um, actually, I heard about this new cinnamon. If you mix it with um, sage, it works. I've got cinnamon and sage mm. in the cupboard. Try it, mate. So good. I know what I'm having for dinner. Cinnamon and sage burger. No, I'll have it with some toast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jack, I'm still in your Jack's Discovery. Oh, technically, it is your noticed. discovery, so I'll let you go for it. Mike, Mike, Mike got you back. Mike got you back with Mike's discovery. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so when you toast bread, it lowers your carbs and stops that spike. Well, it lowers something. It lowers something in the glycemic index. I think it's to do with how it breaks down in your body. Yeah, so it breaks down faster or slower. Yeah, so... You- I think it. I don't know what the technical terms are. No, we're not nutritionists either. (laughs) (laughs) We were talking about this, weren't we? And we were like, because I've me and hit me and Mike have always had this battle of like he every time I eat bread or not. Well, nine times out of ten, I eat bread. I'm fine. I can deal with it and it's controllable. Mm. Every time Mike eats bread, it goes mental and he has a mad spike. Yeah. But then we worked it out. Every time I eat bread, I toast my bread. Well, I don't eat bread unless I'm having a sandwich, which is quite rare. I have toast. Yeah. And I've realized at work, I have a toasted bacon sandwich. So I toast my bread. At home, I don't toast it. And at home, 
I will always spike. So guys, if you want to enjoy bread, a sandwich, just toast your bread. And do you know what? I think I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again in case anyone's missed it on the episode because it is such good for If you like a toasted sandwich, do yourself a favour. If you've got an air fryer, buy the outside of the bread. Don't worry about the toasting machine. Put it in the air fryer for five minutes. Oh my God. Best sandwich you've had. Yeah. It's like fried bread, but it's air fried. It makes it so crispy. And obviously if you put like quite a decent amount of butter on there, it, um, yeah, it's really good. Yeah. I'm definitely going to try it. Amber will as well when she listens. Oh, do you know what I actually made the other week? It was very, very nice, bro. I think I sent you a picture of it. It was a to- like a proper toasty, but I made it with, I had a tomato pizza sauce and cut the dollops of that in there, mozzarella, and I grilled some pepperoni so it went crispy and then put that in there. It was like a little pizza pocket toasty. Bruv, it was so nice and I did not get any mad spikes or drops or shit later on or nothing. It was fine. Wow. Okay. It's going in the recipe book. Yes. And then I done my homemade chicken burger this week. Oh, mate, they did look so good. Yeah. I had three of them in total. Wait, one sitting? No, I had one for lunch, one for dinner. Then the next day, I had the other one for dinner. Nice. Just got to make sure I like it. Cheap dining, bruv. Exactly. The mince was... Goes to show, doesn't it? If you put that out, out if you would have went and bought three chicken burgers out of the shops, what would that have been about? 20 quid? Chicken burger, yeah, but nah, not that much. About 12 quid. Where the fuck do you buy burgers from? <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, about, yeah, about four, yeah, four, four or five quid. <laughs> but how much did all them burgers cost you? The whole recipe cost quid? me about five And that dumb... That does four meals. Yeah, see, that's mad, isn't it? Yeah, we're doing the recipe book. We don't know when. We keep saying for Christmas, but it's getting really close to Christmas now. <laughs> it is, and there's quite a lot of prep involved in trying to release something like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you have to do illustrations. We've got to take pictures. I'm eating my dinner, isn't it? I've just finished. <laughs> oh, yeah. I could just see you smacking your lips in between. Yeah, I'm quite professional. That's the bit I can cut. <laughs> it's not like, hello, how... Are oh, you? Oh, you were... all right, mate? Yeah, not bad, thanks. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yo, let me begin, because it's time for the listener win. You and them bloody jingles. Just I just want to hear the wins. Let's hear it. All right, so first up, we have Gabs. She moved house with type 1 diabetes, two days to move, and two hypos in total from running up and down the stairs. <laughs> wow. Well done. <laughs> well done. <laughs> oh, I could imagine doing the houseworks enough for me to put me in a hypo. Yeah, lifting boxes and all that. Wolf. Wait, I've done removals as a type 1 diabetic, so yeah, I couldn't understand. <laughs> yeah, that's mad. Well, next up, we have Megan. Are you right, Jack? Yeah. Oh, Megan. Found out my cat isn't diabetic. He's a cheater. (laughs) But his but his favourite colour is purple. (laughs) (laughs) What the No, she's put purple like it's a purr. Oh, purple. (laughs) And a cheater's a type of cat. Okay, I get it. I get it. Jack don't because he's dopey as fuck, but... (laughs) I'm not dopey, bro. It's just crap. Why is that an angry cat? I don't know. We found out he's a cheater. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Right, Megan, congratulations on your win. I don't know what the win is, but... Oh, Oh, yeah, the cat isn't diabetic. I'm oh. starting to question if she even has a cat. Oh. 
<laughs> is he real? Right, oh, right. Megan, know. next week, what is your cat's name? Well, that, that could just be made up, bro. What? Cat name. Not hard to go with fucking Henry. That's my nephew. Oh, right. Is he a cat? No, he's a Hoover. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Pick the next window. Right, right. So next up, we have Marion. She goes purchased a couple of summer tops and got some lift tabs. Way Marion. Marion's in lift gang now. Nice. And I forget your summer's different to ours. I'm thinking, why are you getting summer tops this time of year? Yeah, do you know what? <laughs> I was just thinking that, bro. But like, I didn't want to say enough. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that now. Good luck with the lift tablets. Yeah. There's. The, I hope they lift you up. <laughs> Next up, we got Claire, and she says being di- being type one diabetic didn't affect my car insurance. Oh, that's good. Touch. Well done. Did it affect yours? Um, no, because I didn't tell him. Have you told him now? No. Oh, for fuck's sake, Jack. I've told the DVLA. No, bro. That's enough. I've seen a thing anyway. I've read it. I think it. I think it was on the form when I was doing stuff for my lorry license. There was a thing that was in there, and it was saying, even if you like inform your insurance company that you're type one diabetic, they can't put your premiums up because it's classed as discrimination. Oh, I'm gonna do that in everything now. <laughs> I'm diabetic. Yeah. Can't touch me. Yeah, bro. I I use it at least fifteen times a day. <laughs> really? Oh, so yeah. I'm, Diabetic, mate. Sorry. Oh, I'm eating. Oh, why are you eating again, Jack? <laughs> Sorry, I'm diabetic. Yeah, I'm diabetic, mate. Why are you sitting down again? Oh, I'm diabetic, mate. That's literally me at work. <laughs> like my hypo routine is like I'll have a, a like a treat of some sort, and then I'll just stand outside and vape to lower my heart rate so it comes up quicker. Yeah, I'll just go and sit in the van and wait for my blood sugars to start shifting. Yeah, it's quite funny. Someone, what someone at work asked me the other day, they're like, oh, "How long does it take to come up?" I said, "It can be two minutes or it can be an hour." Yeah, oh, bro, I've had hypos for like two hours before, bro. Just like no matter what the fuck I've been eating, it just won't come up. I had a three-hour one as well. That was that work. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, it fucking skyrockets. Yeah, it does. It likes to do that. That's why we have the fifteen rule. Yeah, but like I say, bro, everything but- in your body's just screaming at you. Eat, eat. You need food. You need sugar. I think every diabetic panics. It's just natural. Oh, 100%. Like, hypos will never get like, oh, like, oh, another hypo. Yeah. Like, every single one, you're like, oh, shit. Like, I need to eat quick, quick, quick. I'm getting too laid back, Jack. I'm not even reacting straight away anymore. Nah, that's not good, bro. No, it's not. Like, if I ain't got my lift tabs in my pocket, sometimes I can go about 20 minutes without eating anything. Yeah, don't do that. No, no, I need to stop. Yeah. I just expose myself on the podcast all the time, don't I? Yeah, you Um, do. You're not even flashing. Oh, my God. Well, my Christmas lights will be up soon, don't worry. Mum fucking won't. I'm not celebrating it this year. Bah humbug. (laughs) Yeah, big time. Scrooge. Grinch. (laughs) Even Grinch like Christmas in the end. In the end, I might do on Christmas Day. I enjoy the day. I hate the build-up. Yeah, exactly the same as me. Uh, it's one day. Well, to be fair, it's two days. I didn't even know Jesus, bro. Why am I celebrating his birthday? It's not even his birthday. When is it? Yeah, Christmas Day is his birthday, bro. He was born. No, it's not. Yeah, so Jesus was actually born on September. No, he wasn't, bro. Yes, he was. Who says? Google. The Bible. Oh, well, I've never read it. Why are we talking about Jesus? Christmas. Was he diabetic? Could have been. Right, so next up we have Glucose Goddess Laura. She goes, 25 years more of life because of Dr. Banton. Wee! Yeah. 
Yeah, without him, I, uh, we wouldn't be here. No, but we'd be doing one of them weird diets that I spoke about in the quiz. Yeah, there's no way I'm starving myself. No. I'm actually looking for something to eat now, to be fair. I thought he was going to be looking for the next win. I am. It is <laughs> Jessica, and she says... Put your win or struggle jingle as my alarm tone. Oh, wow. It reminds me I'm not alone. That's really nice. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Every time you go, what, is it your wake-up alarm or is it your, like, um, CGM alarm? Waking up in the morning. Win or struggle, let's talk about it. Or going high or low. I, I'll tell you what, I'll just smash it up after about two, two rings. <laughs> Oh man, that's only because it's my own voice, though. No, that's wicked, man. Bro, that's what I mean. Like, like I say, we've. I, that's that. That's just to me. That's success. Like how far we've come. We started this just off of nothing. We're an alarm tone, bro. Like I've made it. That's it. I'm famous, bro. I'm someone's alarm tone. Win or struggle? Do you want to talk about it, Jack? Yeah, uh, my win is uh after eating a Kinder Blast chocolate. Sorry, mate, I didn't catch that. Your mouth was full. Yeah, so I'm, I'm eating chocolate. Ooh. The little Kinder Bars. Yeah, they're well nice. Oh, they're banging. And only 6.8 grams of carbs a piece. Ooh, you and your carbs. Mm. You study food. Are you some kind of nutritionist? No, I'm just... Uh, I'm an ex-fat boy. Right. <laughs> Moving on. <Yeah>. Um... <laughs> Next up, we have Confessions of a Diabetic. They go, hitting a 98% timing range for the week for the first time ever. Wow. In brackets, although now I'm high. <laughs> <laughs> well done, though. 98%, that's yeah, wicked, that man. Is. I haven't actually had like a 98% for a long time. What, for your daily or your weekly? Um, well, it's weekly. We don't Just get a daily. daily one now, do we? Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, fuck. What am I talking about? Totally forgot about that. Oh, yeah. You do if you're Dexcom, though. Yeah. I don't know what that's like. I was meant to get it in September. Or you do if you download a different app. Yeah, I don't like all don't that bad you... stuff. I'm t- but if you say I'm dopey just talking to you, like, I ain't got time to be working out mad apps and doing all that stuff. Fair point. Fair point. <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I get confused very easy, bro. I know. You still ain't set up your watch because you ain't seen me. No, no. <laughs> and I know, I, I know if I do it on my own, I'll fuck it up and I'll end up with no watch and no glucose readings. So, so I'm, I'm just, I'll just stick to the Libra app. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so easy though. Oh, right, I'm going to pick the last win and it is Joey D. And he says, finally finishing all the episodes of the pod. I appreciate you boys a lot. Wow, thank you, thank Joey. You. And we appreciate your... Time you've dedicated yeah, that's to us. 32 <laughs> hours. Well, a- anyone listening to this episode is 33 yeah, hours, yeah. possibly. It's mad, man. It's mad. Like, I've t- it's probably getting boring now. People are like, oh, we're talking like that again. But honestly, it's it's mental. Just seeing the numbers grow, it's the support, the feedback we get, it's, it's mad. Yeah. It's literally our online diary. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, it is pretty much, isn't it? My alarm's gonna go off in a sec. Your alarm? Yeah, five point one. What's your alarm on? Five point one. As soon as it goes lower than five point one, it goes off. Mine's four point five. Yeah, see, I, d- I I drive all the time at work, don't I? So I like to keep oh, it above yeah, five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I like to just be green. As long as I'm green, Hulk. I don't give a shit. Hulk smash diabetes. I don't know if that was Hulk voice. I don't know. That really hurt my throat, though. I'm not doing that again. Well, it sounded like it did. Yeah, it did. Poor Michael. Should we wrap it up for this week, Mike? Yeah, it sounds oh, good. Yeah. Thank you very much for joining us this week, people. 
Hope you've enjoyed it. And uh, we hope to see you again next week. Yeah. And also, guys, you're probably already following our Instagram. It's the same as the title. And what else I also want to say, please keep leaving them reviews. And on Spotify, you can leave comments on the episode as well. They're cool to read. Yeah. I enjoy reading them. So, yeah, yeah keep it we up, We appreciate guys. everything. Loving it. We appreciate all of you. Thank you so much. And yeah, we shall see you again next week for episode 34. Oh, you know what they say about 34, Jack, didn't you? What? The one after 33. And the one before 35. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) See you later, guys.